Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Joining us uh, immediately is Ambassador Alexander Sherba. He's the former Ukraine ambassador to Austria. He was also an ambassador at large during the 2014 negotiations with Russia. After its annexation of Crimea, his book is Ukraine versus Darkness, Undiplomatic Thoughts. And you'll find him on Twitter at O-L-E-X underscore S-C-H-E-R-B-A at O-L-E-X underscore Sherba. Ambassador, thank you very much for, for joining us. How are you and and how are things in Ukraine generally tonight? Well, it's a horrific time in Ukraine. Uh, Putin has attacked. Uh, he miscalculated. He thought that uh, Ukraine would be welcoming him uh, and he would be just fighting a bunch of so-called nationalists. And in the end, uh, now he sees that uh, nobody is welcoming him. He cannot, he, does, he, he cannot find any nationalists, but he sees a nation that is resilient and defending itself and uh, a nation that he cannot uh, defend face-to-face. So, so he's taking it out on innocent civilians. Uh, and uh, the things that are happening across the country, they are reminiscent of uh, what was here 80 years ago when the Nazis came. It's, 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 it's incomprehensible. Yeah, just four weeks ago, your cities in Ukraine were very much like cities in Canada. Functional people going about their work, their recreation, enjoying their lives, had some concerns about the Russians massing on the border, but life was uh, progressing as it, as it normally did. And today the, the human suffering is absolutely outrageous from what we see at a distance. You're living it. So you tweeted earlier today about a Russian tank crushing your car. I want people to be aware. This is tough to hear. A Russian tank crushing your car with two adults and a child inside. Yes. It's, uh, it's what, what happens across the country. The two adults were in the front front seat they were dead uh, right away the child had to burn alive uh, while with the car so uh, it's just it's it's what happened it's happening here a friend of mine yeah the other day um, lost uh, her father Uh, she 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 works in one of the eu countries and uh, uh, her father and mother live uh, in the vicinity of kiev the father was driving a car a uh, Russian tank uh, sighted him, uh, turned the cannon and uh, shot. And uh, the man was instantly dead. And now the mother is sitting in front of the of his dead body of, of, of her husband. And uh, she can't even bury him because uh, everywhere is fighting. This is, this is Ukraine's life right now. It's hard to believe that a supposedly professional army would behave in such a manner. It's hard to believe that one human would behave toward other humans in such a manner. Uh, tell us, though, a little bit, please, about uh, the successes of the Ukraine military. You've been very successful, punching above your weight. Uh, the Russian military is taking heavy losses, and you tweeted footage earlier today of the wreckage of two Russian helicopters shot down. And and by way of contrast, you wrote that one Russian pilot survived and he was taken to the hospital. Yes, yes. Uh, there, there are already pictures of him. There is a passport of him uh, online. 
uh, he's in a bad condition, uh, but probably he will survive now. He's not conscious. And uh, uh, the other um, pilot uh, burned uh, alive uh, in his uh, in his uh, helicopter. Uh, by the way, uh, there were a couple of uh, there are quite a, quite a bunch of uh, Russian planes that were shot down by Ukrainian air defense, and in a number of cases, um, the uh, the parachutes uh, didn't work, so they they just uh, got killed. Uh, so it's uh, it looks like uh, someone is trying to avoid uh, prisoner or, or war is taken uh, by Ukraine. It's just kind of horrific. Yeah, it is horrific. But your military has really acquitted itself very well against the Russians. Also, uh, would you speak to us a little bit, please, about the foreign fighters who are joining the Ukraine forces? Canadians and very skilled former Canadian military members have gone to Ukraine as well as young men without military experience, but uh, who want to help. What, that must be, um, I mean, talk, talk to us about that, about the, you know, foreign fighters saying, we're not going to accept this, we're going to go and join the Ukraine military. Well, there are uh, good people from uh, across the world. There are British, there are Canadians, there are Polish, uh, all kinds of Slavic nations are fighting with us, Americans, of course, and... Uh, it's one of the reasons why uh, Russian army is heavily behind the schedule that Putin uh, put in front of them because uh, it's 16th day uh, of the uh, of this war and uh, they don't have uh, any uh, big city uh, in Ukraine under control aside from Kherson uh, in Ukraine south and not quite under control because that's exactly the vicinity where. Uh, these uh, two helicopters were shot down and uh, one of the pilots was uh, taken by Ukrainian army. So they are getting uh, really their butt, butt kicked uh, across the country and uh, we are immensely, immensely thankful to the foreign soldiers who uh, came in really in big number uh, to Ukraine. Yeah. Ambassador, there was a lot of talk about a no-fly zone. Ukraine really wanted a no-fly zone. Your president spoke to uh, President Biden, asked for a NATO-imposed no-fly zone. It just appears to be a non-starter for the U.S. and NATO, although Poland wanted to deliver 29 MiG, uh, or 28 MiG-29s. Um, speak to us about that. What is it that uh, Ukraine is asking for specifically now from NATO and from the United States if the no-fly zone issue is, is really... Uh, uh, concluded, and and is there still a hope of getting those MiG twenty nines into your Air Force? Well, it's time and again that uh, uh, NATO and the West have been showing uh, exuding weakness in this conflict uh, uh, and facing Putin. Quite frankly, it has been going on for years, if not decades. Um, just I'm 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 I agree with American Senator uh, Mitt Romney who said. Uh, why are we fearful of what Putin would do and not Putin is fearful of what we can do because he is not the only big boy in the room. He is not the only uh, nuclear power. And it looks like he only uh, has, has this ability you know, to blackmail the world and he is using it. And right now we understand that uh, the West has blinked uh, many times uh, with regard to you know this... Uh, 
uh, uh, no fly zone and so on with the, with these you know uh, MiG-29 uh, fighter jets. So uh, what we expect uh, and what we, I think would be the right, the only right thing to do, at least give Ukraine uh, the fighter jets uh, that you can give uh, and the air defense systems that you can give, because this is what our life depend upon, depend upon. Yeah. We're disappointed in President Biden. Well, you know, it's not just President Biden. I'm not criticizing him. I'm criticizing just, you know, the West has been living in illusion for quite a while. And the illusion was that every uh, single conflict uh, can be resolved uh, via uh, diplomacy, via talking. And uh, this was the reality in which uh, West... Uh, existed for quite a while and then if uh, once you deal with someone like putin who attacks who throws caution to uh, to the wind and uh, diplomacy doesn't work here the only thing that works here is standing strong standing tall and uh, it came a little bit it's coming a little bit too late uh, on the part of the west but ukraine is standing tall and this is the good news you are indeed. Are you afraid that Putin will use chemical and or biological weapons now that the Russians are accusing the United States and Ukraine of producing biowarfare agents, which this sounds really mad, but which would be flown into Russia by migratory birds? Are you concerned uh, that Putin will reach for chemical and biological weapons, which he did in Syria? Well, uh, he can. Uh, although, quite frankly, uh, he used this argument already when the events uh, started unfolding in Kazakhstan. All of a sudden, uh, they uh, uh, started talking about some uh, chemical uh, labs in Kazakhstan that could be used against Russia, and therefore Russian forces should uh, get involved as soon as possible. It sounds so far a bit like uh, uh, one of these, uh, you know, uh, gimmicks that uh, Russian propaganda uses uh, to keep uh, the world uh, in fear. What, uh, is, uh, what, what, what is really uh, terrible and scary is that uh, Russian soldiers are going through our uh, towns and homes and uh, they kill and they loot and they rape. This is what's already happening and this is the atrocity uh, that just uh, the world should be aware of. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.